Welcome to the Demon Drumbeat, where we discuss how we create movements that power digital transformation by sharing stories from the industry and our people. Join the Demon Drumbeat for game-changing insights and a community of forward thinkers. Subscribe now, click on the link, go on, do it, you know you want to. I started my journey at Demon in February of this year, and I joined the team as an operations assistant. And my job is very interesting. It's very multifaceted. There's not one day that goes by that it's basically the same set of duties. I'd like to think of myself as a little bit of a jack of all trades. I get involved in a little bit here and there within Demon. But essentially, my role is to support the business from a client and supplier contract perspective. So I help our account team in setting up and submitting our contracts to our clients and to our suppliers to make sure that everything's lined up before we start a piece of work. What are the other things that I do at Demon? Oh my goodness, there's so many different things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think for everyone, it's a, it's a very flavorful place to work because there's so much that you can get involved in. But I work in a charity working group within Demon. I'm also part of our Cascade team. I help with the digest and that's like our internal newsletter. And I'm also part of the socials team here in South Africa. So there's quite a lot of flavor uh, when working at Demon. There's a lot that you can get involved in. And I'd like to say that I've scooped myself a nice plateful of what the company has to offer. What else would you like to know, VT? So I want to zoom in a bit more on the operations uh, a part of it. So I've always been a developer, engineer, whatever. And my experience, of course, has been through that lens of you know, writing code, leading projects and things like that. And I've always had a sense that people in different roles than that. So, for example, like the ops team experience the company very differently to how I do. Do you think that's the case or really everything kind of just complements each other well or is it a more of a learning to gel? Absolutely, VT. Like I do believe that everyone has a different sort of experience working at Demon. In the operations space specifically, it's not consultancy focused. So the consultancy base that we have has a very high level in regard for technical skill ability knowledge. And that's an environment that is completely new to me. I've never worked in the tech industry before. So this is a completely new terrain. It's a new environment. And my background is predominantly administrative and some legal and compliance work in different industries. But it is very interesting to observe the business and to observe the different areas within Demon and the types of conversations that Demonites are having. I'm learning so much just standing on the sideline, observing my peers collaborate on different projects. So it's a fun experience. I'm a very strong believer that you need to keep learning in the environment that you're in. And the moment you've reached your capacity for learning and for growing, then it's time to put yourself in a new environment. So it's really nice to, I like to call myself green. Like I'm a real little greenie. I'm a newbie here in the business. I have so <laughs> much, I have so much that I don't know about the tech industry that it's actually refreshing to come to work every day and to learn something new. And I imagine the role is very people-centric. So I think like naturally you have to be that way inclined. You have to 
I imagine you have to have like a certain level of patience and natural passion for wanting to help people do well, wanting to help people figure things out. In that sense, at least, you know, from brief time that I've known you, it seems like that's something that comes very naturally to you where some of us might have to be sent to like a soft skills course to know how to communicate better and things like that. Absolutely. It's extremely people-focused. The role is, I'd like to say, heavily dependent on the way in which you engage and the way in which you communicate with others. And that's internally with your peers, but also externally with our clients, because Demon's done a fantastic job with creating this huge complement of, of clients that we have in our client base. And part of my job is to make sure that we nurture those relationships, always act respectfully, always engage respectfully but still persuade people to work with you. So it's an interesting skill to have. I definitely haven't mastered it. I'm still learning how to work with different people, how to sense where they're coming from, understanding the way in which they see the business or the way in which they operate with us. So it takes a lot of thought. There's a lot of thought that goes into it, but overall it's a it's a really great experience because if I think of demon it's not necessarily just the name it's not this limited company it's not necessarily the infrastructure but it is very much the people and that really is the heart of who we are and do you think that natural inclination for being able to foster relationships and uh, help people has led to the kind of working groups you've become part of because you mentioned the social working group again very people focused you mentioned the, the cascade, which is about keeping the entire company up to date with what's happening. Again, very people focused. And then I think the most people focused of them all being the charity working group. Is that calculated? Is that more just leaning into what comes naturally? Was there anything specific from previous work or anything like that that has led you basically down that path in choosing those specific working groups? VT, that's a really amazing observation. And now that you've mentioned it out loud, it, it, I've kind of had like a little bit of a light bulb moment. I want to make sure that I align myself with a purpose-driven sort of environment and the work that I do is purposeful. And in my previous employment, it was also all about helping individuals. There was this essence of assistance, helping people, and it was more on the financial aspect. So I think the essence of wanting to be impactful and wanting to help people, it's just naturally ingrained into the code that is Samantha, you know, my genetic makeup. <laughs> There's like an extra dash or like a little section within within my makeup that says Samantha will be a person who wants to help other people. And I think it comes from your upbringing. It comes from your exposure to different people, different situations, different environments. But there's always that hunger to want to help, just to want to help. Like I think it's it's a beautiful thing when you can recognize your own capacity to help somebody else and there's a positive outcome. You know, it's almost like this calculation, A plus B equals C. <laughs> but it, it is, it's, I am this person here and I have a skill or the ability to help person X. And then the end result is something better for both parties. So the charity working group was definitely something that 
caught my eye during my onboarding. And I thought to myself, this is, looks like an area where I could get involved. I could maybe have a bit of impact, even if I'm just standing on the sideline and contributing and participating. I still want to do something that is greater than Samantha and greater than just the work that I do, but it helps people outside of the business as well. And outside of that very natural inclination for, again, wanting to work with people, wanting to help people, like what makes you like really love the charity work? Because it's it sounds like something you're very passionate about that even if it wasn't in any way connected to work, you'd still do it in your, For sure. in your own time. Is, is it just that wanting to help people, being brought up that way, seeing opportunities for helping people, you know, from sharing sweets as a child to wanting to share your lunch and that kind of, of experience? I think so. I think it, I think there's part of it that's that naturally ingrained sort of want to, to participate and to, to be a helping hand. I think it's also that we have a lot of naturally driven individuals within the business. And I, I like to think of myself as someone who's goal orientated. So if something requires effort and hard work and dedication and the projected outcome is going to be something positive or something impactful, it kind of makes it worthwhile. You know, if I do A and B, I'm going to get, I don't know why I'm doing A, B, and C's today, ET. The, the, <laughs> alphabet, the alphabet is clearly, clearly in front of mind. But if you, if you see an opportunity and you can measure the effort and the hard work that's going to go into it, but you can also see the results or the proposed outcome, you kind of make a calculation like, is this worth it? Is it worth my time? Is it worth my effort? And one of the first things that I did when I started at Demon, and it wasn't even on my first day, I joined <laughs> the Cape Town team a week before when they launched a um, <laughs> mobile school. <laughs> I just tagged the log. I was like, hey, guys, I'm new. I'm joining next week, but I'm just going to join here as well. And uh, I joined them on, a, on an outreach here in Cape Town where they launched a mobile school. And this community just came together. I mean, it's just... It was such an engaging experience. You know, I, I walked in, I was freshly new in Demon. I didn't know anything about the type of charity work that we were doing, but I had the firsthand experience of, this is what the school used to look like. This is the facility that Demon has played a part in establishing for these young kids. And these are tiny little tots. These are kids probably from the ages of three months up to about seven years old. And it was just such a fulfilling moment where I was like, you know what, this is, I want to do this. I want more of this in my life. I haven't even participated in this outcome, but I've been able to see it. I've been able to experience it. And that's just something really special. I think that's, that's probably what ignited that sort of flame and that sort of excitement around the charity working group, because I'd already seen what they had done. And I was like, yes. So you you, you were sold way before he walked in the door because you saw it firsthand. <laughs> way before, way before. And I mean, I was able to engage with our Cape Town demonites and I asked them, well, how is this possible? How, how did demon get involved? And it was the team's participation in the charitable sort of events and initiatives that they'd lined up last year that made it possible. And I was like, this is great. This is a group of people pulling together towards a common cause to benefit someone else. 
And that just was music to my ears. You mentioned that it's very rewarding work, but you also mentioned that it's hard work. But in the beginning, you also said you're not only part of the charity working group, you're also part of the Cascades working group, and you're also part of the socials working group, but you also have the ops work, you know, your day-to-day responsibilities. How do you keep everything in check? It is a fine art, VT. <laughs> it's a fine <laughs> art. Uh, because there are days where it's challenging. It, I'm, I'm not going to lie. There are days where it can feel overwhelming. There are days where it can feel like, oh my goodness, if I if I drop one of these, it could be catastrophic or it could be impactful. But I think it's about just being mindful about your own capacity. And what I like to do is I like to plan. Planning and time management, that is luckily one of the skill sets that I have I'd like to think I'm quite good at it, but I try to, you know, take a look at what my week will look like. I try and edge out time in my calendar and, you know, create like focus time during my day for those specific tasks. So like tomorrow, I've got a section sketched out for draft the demon digest. And there it is. It's it's a task that I need to complete. And I'm like a box ticker. If you give if you give me a list of things like Sam, these are the things you gotta do. I'm going to put them in the order of priority. And then as I go through them, I'm going to tick it off. Yes, this is done. This needs more work. This needs uh, attention. This could use a Slack message. This could use a little bit of research. So planning and time management, I think that's what helps. And um, and also just having a really good supportive network of peers to work with. You know, like I'm I'm able to lean on people and say, look, this is something that we need to do, but could you maybe run with this? Could you maybe focus on this? And then it's great that you can trust people to do that and to take their own initiative as well. And do you think doing that work, the charity work, the social work, gives people a bit more than just a salary, more reason to come into work and and feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves, something that is worthwhile? From when I joined Demon, I was told that we want to give back to society. No, that's our thing, right? Do you think that plays a huge role in people deciding to join the organization and people continuing to enjoy being here? From your own experience, of course. I think so. It's very much about community. We live in a day and age that is very isolated. At least we've had to adapt to, <laughs> you know, COVID, working remotely. We, we, we do sometimes find ourselves quite isolated. So when we can pulled together as like a community, as a group. It's inspiring. It's energetic. It's fun. Like my favorite sort of meetups are the ones that are in person because it's a sort of real human connection. And those real human connections are what help sustain us in a company. We build those relationships. We find out more about the people that we work with, find out about their passions, find out about the things that excite them. Uh, we can relate to them. And that relatability is what's going to help propel people and our initiatives and ideas forward. And I think when we think about giving back to society and giving back to community, it's a very broad statement, but it's also a very powerful one. It's a very powerful mission. And I think when you drill it down to the how, how do we give back? How do we be impactful? How do we show value. That's where the magic lies, not necessarily with the what you want to do, with, but the how and the why. The why do we want to do it? 
we have a really incredible group of people who are people focused, who are, and not just demon focused, but wider community focused. The people that I've engaged with all have a heart for others. We all have a story. We all have perhaps someone or some place that's given back to us in our own capacity. And, you know, it's it's like paying it forward. I love that movie. You know, you, you want to pay it forward. You, you want to do something good while having fun with your peers, but for the benefit of somebody else. Because that's really soul enriching. It like It just enriches your experience in a company and it enriches your experience in life. You sound very passionate. It sounds like you really enjoy doing that work. One of the questions I I had for you was, do you have a favorite working group? And it sounds like you do. We won't say it, so... I think it's it's quite obvious now. (laughs) (laughs) Do Do you have any personal ambitions of where you want to see the charity work going? You sound like you really enjoy it. It sounds like you found your place. And that's what you want to continue doing. Do you have any personal ambitions, something you want to pursue in the next short to medium term, long term, or anything like that? Big, big, big dreams? Wow, Viti. That's, that's, a, that's a loaded question. And it's an important one because you, you need to think outside the box. Some of the partners that we've been working with, we've built these relationships and we've fostered them for more than a year. And, you know, it's also not necessarily just about sustaining or maintaining those relationships, but then building new connections, building new relationships. And I want to excite people about the charity work. I think that's really what it is. I want to I want to raise the level of excitement because when we're excited about the things that we get involved in, we buy into it. We we want to participate. We want to get involved, even if it's just in our individual capacity or joining our peers, doing a beach cleanup, picking up litter. It's about being excited. I think that's really what I want to do is just raise the level of excitement, increase participation, and then take a look at some of the newer sort of charitable networks that we can also reach out to. Next year, I want to partner with a few new charitable organizations and then see where those relationships take us. I really do believe the sky's the limit. There's this big whiteboard that's, it's a blank canvas. We can practically put anything down on it and, you know, conceptualize what could it look like. And Vita, it sounds like you've given me some homework here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because that's a really, it's a really great question to ask. And, and, and really, it's food for thought. The word excitement, just for now, is standing out to me. I want to increase excitement. And hopefully, by doing that, participation will increase and we'll have an even greater impact for our charities. I'm already more excited. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I hope we can have another follow-up next year when the the whiteboard is filled with more ideas and I'll keep a pulse on that increase in excitement and getting more people involved. Great. Thanks, VT. It's been awesome. The Demon Drumbeat. Our podcast where we unite, inspire, and empower. Subscribe to the Demon Drumbeat today. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes and embrace the endless possibilities technology offers.